Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 699. Three things we can learn from the healthiest people in the world. Part two, by Matt McLeod of mcleodconsultingservices.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Optimal Health Daily. Remember, this is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. Now, Today's post is a continuation from yesterday, so I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first if you haven't already. That's episode 698. If you're all caught up, I'm sure you're eager to hear how we can learn from the healthiest people in the world, so let's get right to part two as we optimize your life. Three things we can learn from the healthiest people in the world. Part two by Matt McLeod of mcleodconsultingservices.com. You have to understand the body is highly adaptive and is constantly trying to reach equilibrium and homeostasis. When you are constantly stressed, like the people of Tokyo or Osaka, you are constantly in a state of fight or flight. Your body doesn't necessarily know the difference between stressors from work or stressors from someone pointing a gun at your head. The body copes with these stressors by releasing stress hormones, one like cortisol, which can wreak havoc on your body if it is constantly being released into your system over time. It literally can speed up your death by accelerating the shortening of these cool little tips of our chromosomes called telomeres that already shorten naturally as we get older. Stress is a very complex issue and is obviously contextual to each individual, so I'm not here to tell you how to handle your stress. Eliminating stress completely is not possible, but you need to learn how to manage it. Like, you need to, or you might die sooner. So it's probably something you should actively work towards improving on a daily basis. I do it through gratitude and perspective because most of this stuff is really not that important and someone will always have it worse. So if the Okinawans are so poor, why are they less stressed? I thought you'd never ask. Strategy number three, human connection is underrated. The people of Okinawa are actually seen as minorities in Japan for not being completely Japanese due to their differences in speech, dress, and diet compared to the rest of the country. They are ranked towards the bottom of the social hierarchy, which is based off political power, economic privilege, and social prestige. Ironically enough, the isolation of their subdivision has actually made them much stronger as a whole. It has made them very proud of who they are by identifying as Pacific Islanders. The Okinawans put a major emphasis on ancestor worship, which not only provides a sense of belonging and continuity of the past, but also considerable social support as a family activity. They have a holiday known as Umachi, 
and a yearly sacred festival called Oban, which consists of family gatherings of feasting, drinking, and ceremonies honoring their ancestor spirits returning from the dead. While the Okinawans are ranked low socially amongst other subdivisions of Japan, they have a very strong connection to both their past and present families. This explains much of their longevity success because many studies have shown that a strong sense of social support, like having feelings of being loved, cared for, and valued by family and friends, is important in reducing the effects of stress on individuals. I find this so interesting because it goes hand in hand with the complete opposite of connecting with other people. Total isolation. Think about one of the worst possible punishments our justice system can give a criminal. Solitary confinement. No one to talk to, no one to spread ideas with, no one to connect with, no one to help, no one to hurt even, besides themselves. We are brought into this world by two people. We are literally brought into this world by connecting with our mothers for nine months. Social media has taken over the entire internet and we spend endless hours each day connecting with others, even if it's only passively. We need human connection in some way. The Okinawans have figured this out, and I think it'd be very useful for you and I to take note of this because it can be very easy to forget. Call, text, or message an old friend or family member you haven't talked to in a while and see how good it makes you feel after it's done. Create something that is useful to others and gives you a sense of responsibility amongst the world and watch your happiness and fulfillment increase. So what are the main takeaways? One, diet can have much more of an impact than just your body composition. An easier way to start eating better is try to add more nutrient-dense foods into your diet. As a result, this will lead to eating less energy-dense foods and therefore fewer calories overall and will aid fat loss and better health markers. Two, don't associate making more money with being happier. It can definitely help, but it should not be at the top of your list of values because this can result in chronic stress and shortening your life. And three, connect with others. Understand what truly matters to you and Be useful to the world in a way that holds you responsible for the advancement of society in some way. I genuinely hope you enjoyed hearing this post as much as I enjoyed writing it. Cross off part of number three on this list and share this with someone who may need it. You just listened to part two of the post titled Three Things We Can Learn from the Healthiest People in the World by Matt McLeod of mcleodconsultingservices.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil again here for my commentary. Like I mentioned in yesterday's post, if you're really interested in learning more about the Okinawans or other cultures that tend to live long, happy, healthy lives, 
check out a book by Dan Buettner called The Blue Zones. He goes into lots of details about what are some of the commonalities between these different cultures and why they tend to live so long and such healthy lives. And it's probably no surprise to you that diet, managing stress, those two things for sure make a lot of sense when it comes to living happier, healthy lives. But social support is true, it's underrated. And I thought the example that Matt gave when it came to solitary confinement is so true. It's like torture to be alone. We need other human beings. We need others to be in our lives and we need to connect with them in some deep way. Now, is social media harmful? We don't really know for sure, but what we can say is, you know, spending too much time doing anything can be a problem. You spend too much time exercising, you're gonna actually break down your body. You spend too much time stressing, you spend too much time relaxing, those are still gonna be harmful. So with social media, it's kind of the same thing. We just don't know how much time is too much time. I would say a good gauge is if you start to avoid going to work or being more productive at work or not doing your homework on time or something like that, like if it's affecting your daily functioning, like if you have to be on social media and are avoiding your other responsibilities, then it might be a problem. Oh, and I should also mention, if you are on social media when you should be getting sleep, that's a huge problem. And the other thing that's not on Matt's list, but is super important and is very common amongst these folks who live to be 100 or beyond is exercise. They also tend to be very physically active. And I'm not talking about doing CrossFit or hanging out in a gym. These are not gym rats we're talking about. They tend to be just getting up and walking. That seems to be the common theme. So we're learning that if you just get up and walk more, move more, you're actually taking the first step literally to living a longer, happier, healthier life. All right, really quickly, if you wanna help keep our podcasts alive, we have many different ways you can help, both financial and otherwise. Come check out oldpodcast.com slash support to see how. Anything listed there would be a huge help. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you here tomorrow for my favorite time of the week, our Friday Q&A, and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism, from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.